these looks all over their face My friends all know that I'm cool I've been this way since high school Cause life's never been sweeter when you're just a cake eater When it comes to hockey, nobody can stop me My high school team, I was playing on the top three Now my son is scoring piles Welcome to the Youth Hockey Up High School Hockey Broadcast Brought to you by the Red Black League I'm Danny Ryan, joined with you in studio, Tony Scott Hello, Danny And out in the hallway, call release Yeah, so let's just explain this to our listeners Um they're too lazy to, you know, set up a third microphone, so they just have me out in the hallway with my phone so we can still do this podcast the way we normally do, even though I'm here. The dog stays outside. The amount of <laughs> testing that it would have taken, it would have taken me about 45 minutes to test all the equipment to get it right. dog is outside so the house. way faster to do it this way. It's not true. Sad, lo- sad, lonely hound just wandering the hallway. With office park in Bloomington. Dog is not trained. Not trained. But there haven't been many complaints about the uh, Tony, Danny versus Carl and Duluth way, so we're going to just yeah, so we'll stick with it. Okay, Um, starting off, we'll kind of break down what happened in the quarterfinals in the Class A side. Um, First game of the day. Wait, wait, wait! Before we do that, we had an exciting game in the Centennial uh, St. Thomas game. Did we? And we I, want to talk a little bit about some really exciting 4-5 games that we've seen since they switched the randomization to seeding. Uh, you yeah. got a couple off the top of your head, Carl? Well, it's tough to tough pop that one we just saw, but uh, there have been some good ones, yeah. Uh, let's go back two years. We had uh, Grand Rapids beating Bemidji in overtime. Alex Adams finishing off the Lumberjacks. A great game, two northern teams. Uh, a couple years before that, Edina and Benilde had a great battle after the top three seeds had all been upset already. And those two went back and forth. Edina was really controlling play, but then Benilde popped one at the end to win that one. Uh, Danny, any others I should be remembering here? Yeah, the Wyseta overtime win over Centennial was good. Fond memories when Centennial, I guess, loses now for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but re- what a sore loser. I love it. No, but... Has, We'll get into it a little bit, but hats off to the Cougars. They played a great, great game. Um, no qualms with that. That was really exciting to see them play good hockey. Um, can we talk Class A hockey now? No, I have I have one. I haven't got to say mine. I'll, oh, I'm going to do my Dev McCabe. I believe he was your oh. overtime winner, or it was late in the game. I think it was OT winner when SPA beat St. Cloud Cathedral in a 4-5 game on a Wednesday night. It was two or three years ago. We we did see Carl and I did see Matt Monk today. Yeah, and he's he's, he's, he's thinking about recruiting himself to the YHHS. I heard. I've heard. Yeah, it, it, this is, this is why another coach is, another coach is recruiting him to join the YHHS staff, and you know, two private school coaches recruiting a they, private school player. They're, they're recruiting all the time. All this recruiting going on. Oh, oh so much recruiting. <laughs> Anyways, shout out to Pat Griswold and. Matt Park. Absolutely. Two okay. great credits to the high school game of those guys. Okay. Let's great. talk about Class A hockey. Um, first game of the day that we saw yesterday, Midai went 4-2 over Mankato East. Mankato East gave him a good game there. I would mark that as the second best game of the tournament so far. Uh, I think the Alex Beef game had a little bit. Yeah, okay. yeah true. true. Okay. Orno wins 6-1 over Litchfield. And that's not to say that because we didn't see the three overtime Litchfield Mankato East game that happened at Mariucci today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, 
Also, then Hermantown beat Monticello 4-2. And Monticello gave him a good game. I thought so. Yeah, hats off to Monticello there. Um, Alex good push, Star- yeah, after going down 3 nothing. Yes, exactly. Um, the, Alex beats Thief River Falls 1-0 in the fact that I can't get a jersey from Thief um, game. Um, and then, so, we got, do we want to talk about the semifinals now? No. Nope. Uh, we'll talk about those after we talk about the games in the past. Okay, so do you want me to drop our Red Black Player of the Week? Yeah, we're going to do that right now. Okay, Red Black Player of the Week this week is Nick Girardi for Orono. That's yeah. off the Nick. Played a great game yesterday for Orono, and he played a great game in their section uh, final over Brett. So. Both, he might be in the all-tournament uh, hockey here, too. Yeah, I, he got some he got some love by love Somebody put together the poster with nine or ten guys on there. <laughs> the what what you fail to learn from John King is when you think he's going left, he will go right. So the nine or ten guys that will be up on that poster, I guess my guess is one or two. One of the key rules, the high school hockey players, if you're listening to this, if you're try hard, John doesn't like that. John does not like guys that try hard. He's looking for the guy who's not trying hard. Oh yeah, and we saw a couple of those this year, right, Carl? Yeah. Yeah, there are some. They see, I think they have the pads blowing really nicely this year. You can see some very nice natural flips going as kids skate up to the line. And that's what he's looking for. He wants the natural flip. He doesn't want the guy who's flipping his hair and flopping. His Takes hair out all the, the ponytail type of thing. I I turned my head. The first player, I think it was either on, I think it was on Alex, had a mohawk, and I missed it. Oh, because the guy had a run. It was Monticello. The guy missed it. Monticello, it was. Oh, okay. So that side camera guy has been off. He's been off the whole tournament. I don't know what, like, if he's from Wisconsin or something, but he's never covered the, and he's never covering it again because he's been terrible. Trump was in the truck. He'd be saying, you fired. you fired. fired. You're fired. <laughs> Brutal. We missed Mohawk Guy. We We're did. going after the cameraman here died. on the podcast. It was died. It was everything. In fact, a guy from a guy from uh, uh, Alex Hockey posted it to show him. Like, I knew it was good, but we never saw it on the air. So, yeah. Then it doesn't count, right? Uh, well, it's okay. All right. Okay. So now let's go through our double-A games. Double-A games. Um, in the morning, yeah. In the morning, we saw running time where Edina put Lakeville North seven to one. This game wasn't even close; didn't even have a chance really in this one. But kind of saw that coming from a mile away. Um, and then Duluth East, um, five to nothing over St. Michael Elverville. And then we saw Minnetonka winning six to two over Hill Murray. And then the nightcap, we saw St. Thomas Academy losing 3-2 to two to Centennial. It was a close game, probably the best game of the season. Tony's currently plugging in his phone, so I'll turn this over to you, Carl. So what's uh, what was your take on the probably the last game? Let's talk about the last game for a little bit. Sure. So um, St. Thomas came up playing well, jumped out to a 2-0 lead, and you know, over the past few years, I've been kind of do- been kind of down on St. Thomas in the playoffs. I've been kind of skeptical of the system they play, you know, how they can often seem kind of fast and loose in their own zone. Things sort of trickle in. But this year, I wasn't feeling that. And I, that's why, kind of why I picked the cadets in the, in the first round to make it to the final Friday. But, you know, as this game wore on, you saw some of those old habits starting to wear back in. And suddenly, uh, St. Thomas is, you know, letting, leave, <clears throat> giving up some odd man rushes, letting things just slip through and 
all of a sudden they're panicking, and one team has momentum, the other one doesn't, and Centennial found a way to pull away with a win. You kind of think some of the St. Thomas faithful are really starting to question the system or the coaching or something. No. I don't. No. That, no. that had nothing to do with that. What does it have to do with Mr. Apollo? You're apologizing for your team right now. Uh, I, uh, the Vanellis did a good job in this game. This momentum just didn't go the way. Uh, you know, like, what the, St. Thomas just has a hard time coming back in the game. Once momentum starts to slip, it's very hard for St. Thomas to keep going. So who is this? Is it the kids? Are we going to blame the kids more? I'm not blaming the, the kids. The coaches have to have taken some. I think everybody, a lot, everybody deserves some of the blame, okay? This team, we, when they trotted out their 20 kids today, uh, and when they're recruiting kids, they're recruiting kids that are peewees and bands. They have like 17 out of the 20 kids played in the band league. Like, these kids are all-stars. It's an all-star team. You look at the Centennial, there's like a handful. And you look at the Elite League, and you look at all the different elite stuff out there. This is an elite team. This is one of the best teams St. Thomas has assembled in the last 10 years. I wouldn't say that. Well, of course, because they, they didn't win. But you're comparing these teams that are winning in single A. This is a double-A team. This is built for double-A. And they should have won this game. Tonight. The teams in single-A were more built for double-A. Yeah, right. Sure. This well, team, look at their record, Danny. Well, uh, their record was impeccable. The last last time St. Thomas won, was it 13, right? Yeah. The decor was um, 6-2 and above. Uh, that was the double-A decor. It was a D1 goaltender in David Zepnik. And uh, Tommy Novak, Cristiano Versus, Peter Tufto. I mean, it, it was a little bit. That team was a this lot better. Team has better talent than 2013. No, not even close. Really? Not even close. 2013 had Peter like Peter Tufto is is leading is, freshman is, in scoring in, in the uh, in NCAA right now. Cool, Peter. Yeah. Yeah, yep. but Peter Tufto is Peyton Matsui. Same place. No, it's not. Yeah, they're the same place. No. So and now you have, you have Christie Brothers. You have the Christie Brothers. You got Atticus Kelly. You got Chase Foley. This team is loaded. We had Jack Doherty. Okay. Tommy Novak. We had, turning into St. Thomas History Hour. I know. I know. We, we got to move on. We, we got to move on. Drastic. And I like and I like where we're going with this conversation because it is. It's true. This is what's happening. What we're talking about right now is being talked about in the pubs in St. Paul. It is well, one. It's called McGovern. Sure, whatever, wherever it is, they're talking about it right now. We're having that discussion right on our show, and I think it was necessary. I, I, I don't think this is. I, when I was in high school, teams were better. Oh, can you hear Bruce Springsteen playing Glory Days right now in the back? Sure. Yeah. yeah. We had Here we go. We had Andersley. We had Nick Larson. We had Jordan Schrader. We had Aaron Crandall. We had. Do you one A to spell cadets or two A's? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been waiting for that one all night. All right, all right. Let's talk about the games of the future. We're done with the past. Right? Games of the future. So the first game has the Duluth East Greyhounds playing the Edina Hornets. This is the best game of the whole year, possibly. And I don't mean to hype that up badly, but it should be one of the best games of the year. Um, and then... Minnetonka played Centennial at the nightcap. 
Do we want to talk about those in detail, or what do you want? Yeah, to well, about? I want to talk about all four of the games tomorrow. Oh, sorry, I forgot about Class no, A. No, yeah, well, it's just typical because you used to be a Class A guy, and now you're just a yeah. Double A guy, right? Just Keep let going. it go. So talk to Centennial, swing back and treat the uh, Reddit stepchild the way they should be treated. Okay, a little bit of coverage. All right, here we go. Tonka Centennial. <laughs> Tonka Centennial. I can't get through this. Okay, on, if you, you want to run this thing. You got this. If you want to run this. You got this. It is on that. on the hall. Come on. Okay. <laughs> it's it's fun out here. Big party. Here we go. Come join. Tonka Centennial. Here we go. Tonka Centennial. What do you got? Who's going to win? I still think Tonka wins. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, I really what don't. if Centennial can get some good uh, good momentum? <laughs> this is a good finish of the Crash Daddy podcast, isn't it? <laughs> After meeting Lucas McGregor, McGregor last week, yep. when we were doing 15 questions, Lucas was an incredibly nice kid. Very focused, wasn't he? Very focused, and they were. he was very confident. Yes. And, and, and I... I could see it. That you never want a team to play a team that wants to win more than you do, and, and they wanted to win more tonight. Okay, is that? <laughs> I am not disagreeing with you on that one. And, and That's a great pick. And so, you know, they're going to be hungry again tomorrow. But I really just Tonka looked like a machine today. So I thought they were good. I thought they were really mm-hmm. good. Okay. Do you want to talk about the other semifinal, the one that's more important, or do you want yeah, to dip over sure. to Class A? No, no. Let's go with that one. Okay. Dinah East. Okay. I'll let Carl talk about this one this for a little good. bit. Well, I mean, how, how can you top this, uh, you know, the, the way this season is scripted out now with the, another EC Dinah matchup? The fourth time in eight years we're going to have this in the first game on Friday night. It's just sort of become what we expect at the tourney, and it's going to be two great, great hockey schools, two great student sections, and... Uh, an arena with 90% of the people rooting against Edina in it. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be a, um, really the key for East in this game is just to stick around early on. Um, you know, as we've seen Edina, they are the most skilled team in the state. They have the, the ability to run anyone out of the rink, as they did with Lakeville North earlier today. So for East, just hang in there early on, keep fighting, and then try, try to make some things happen late. And the, the longer it stays close, the better it is for East. Uh, I agree. I agree. It's going to be a great game. What my take on this game is the uh, is the is the fans that are not Edina fans. Will Minnetonka fans cheer against uh, yeah. Edina? Yeah. And I, we know yep. Centennial will. Two twenty two will. Two oh eight. Two oh seven. Two sixteen. You name it. They're all it. warming up tonight. Oh, we heard a couple chants the derogatory to the Hornets already. Okay. It, well, the Hornets weren't playing. This is gonna. We're we're prime. The pump is prime. The choke is done. You pull the cord and it's ready to go. I agree. I agree. I think it's gonna get crazy there tomorrow night. It's gonna be. It, it is must see hockey. Yeah. There's gonna be twenty three thousand people there. I'll be at Marriott. And this is why. Yeah, you me. And this is why kids don't go to the USHL. Why would you go to USHL? This is why Lucas, I don't know. This is, I mean, this this is, is why, why Lucas McGregor came back. I, I, uh, exactly. Bing, yeah. bing, bing. That's your take, best take of the night right there. Oh, I'm glad I had I a couple. I am so glad you. you made it. Think about what Lucas McGregor, I know we're off topic now, but think about what Lucas McGregor has gotten by coming back from the USHL. Hockey day. He's gotten to play against Dream State. Their great schedule. They didn't get Dream State, but they've gotten to play in a great schedule. They beat Dream State. They played, they played a great schedule. 
They played in Hockey Day, and now he's playing in a state semifinal on the biggest stage. Yep. And broke the five double A streak. And he beat the streak. He beat the five double A streak too. So he's got a lot on his resume. Um, who's going to win this game? The game of the year. I'll go first. I, Donnie, I, you guys both I, say yeah, East, right? Yeah, I still say East. I, the way Ricky or Rocky Lyle, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> but Ricky, um, the way Ricky played, uh, like Ricky was all over the place. And, and Worth, Worth just puts pucks in the net right now. And it's just crazy. And Ryder's reach was on display, too. I, I really liked them. Do you still a little sleepy when you saw Edina just smoke Lakeville North today, or was it was it the lack of Lakeville North that didn't impress you? I've seen Lakeville North play six times now, I believe. I can double check that. Lakeville North is Lakeville North. I don't need to one dwell double, on. Just say one double A. They're right? one double A. Okay. They they barely beat a team that barely beat Mayo. Right. I, 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 <laughs> that's. The end of the day. End of story, right there. Yeah. Was it century? No, no. Mayo, Mayo took Mayo, South. Mayo took South. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Sorry. Yeah. Let's just put it like that. Okay. Um, St. Thomas even beat North. So you, I, I, after what you've seen today, Carl, you're st- you're standing firm with your hounds. I, I have to. I'm. You know, I think I'd be run out out of town if I didn't. But you know, I think the two big keys for East in this game, the things they need to make happen if they're going to pull this off. One, the second line with Ricky Lyle needs to play well. I mean. We we know that you know both top lines are great, but the Edina has the elite second line with Kamatsis. If the East second line can come up and at least you know, hold serve with them, that's something they need to make happen. The second thing is the East defense needs to stay at home. You can't let Sammy Walker spring his you know shortheaded breakaways against them all, all night long. And that's been occasionally risky, a risky thing with the East. I mean they're offensive, they have offensive defensemen. They're active in the offensive zone, so you need to make sure they're not letting Edina slip up behind them. If East can do, do, do those two things, they're in good shape. I think if Edina can get a two-goal lead, it's over. No. I think it's over. I, I've seen Edina. Edina left seven goals into Elk River this year. Yeah, but they also scored like 15. Ten. Okay. I just don't. I think Edina, once they get that two-goal lead, it's too much to happen. No. Not, not, they control the puck too well. They dictate We're the talking Garrett Worth. Okay. Garrett Worth has 45 goals so far. You write that down. That's Tony's take. Two goal lead is over. Yeah. Tony's pace is Bloomington. All right. Yeah, yeah. I've been, I've been in Bloomington a lot. We'll get to that in just a second. Uh, okay, so we've covered those games. Let's go back. Class A. Class single A. I think there's two really juicy games here, too. Matamidi Orno in the early game. Let's talk about that one first. Yeah. That one's juicy. It is really Two good. of the best Class A goaltenders in the state. Easily. Easily. It is. So you look at this. And the depth that both of these schools provide. I still like Orono on this because I think Orono can put the puck in the net a little bit better than uh, Matamidi, but Charlie Bartholomew. Chuck Chuck was pretty good in the first two games of this tournament. Yes, very good. Carl, what do you think on this before I uh, As we, we said in the, the, the attorney preview show, these are two very even teams. They're just very similar in so many aspects. I'm just going to stick with my earlier pick of Matamidi. I think they have... A little more balance for you across their top two lines, which can make a difference here, but I expect a very even, very tight game easily to go to Orno's way, too. Just real, I'm, I am I got to speak off the clock here. I'm really upset that a Fizz Girl Center gets to Malmedi, because that's just disappointing. The yeah. Twins could have really helped us out. This year. They could have. 
you know, anyway. Uh, I think you're speaking of uh, Paradise. Yeah, they were really good yesterday. I really want to change my pick. Yeah, I, wanna, I have not happy. Yeah, I know it's fine. I, I I want to go. I want Arno now. Oh, now. They're my team. I, I did everything for them. I have this hat over here. I'm a really big Arno fan. Yeah, no, you're not picking Gosh, Arno there's, now. There's just so much angst in this room. I love it right now. This is great. Uh, Glad I'm in the hallway. Hermantown Alex. Hermantown Alex. Um, Hermantown has the best line in the state right now. Blake Biondi. I think that's a better line than. Is it better than uh, WMD? Jungle? It's not better than Jungles. Yeah, it is. No, it's not close. No, Pretty not. dang no. close. It, it's on the same level, but it's not. No. Yes, Biondi is playing so good. I know. I know. They were just on TV last night. Imagine Joey Pierce, Joey Pierce next year with Biondi. Mm. It's going to look good. But they got two other. They're going to really up. hold the trophy high. At, uh, yeah. Probably their three final Class A trophy is going to yeah. be their last one. Yeah. It's going to look really good at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Four titles. Yep. A four-peat. Um, so, Alex, you know, Alex has my Crawley on D, you know, but I don't know how far that's going to go for them. It won't. Yeah, so. He's pretty yeah. old by now, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he's aged out. He is. Mike Crowley has definitely aged out. Okay. They, they referred to him as Jack Powell as the next Mike Crowley last night. We'll get to that later in, the, in our next segment. Okay. So, so we see Hermantown coming out of that. No offense to Alex. Alex no. is a very, very good team. They'll probably keep it close. Their defensemen are active D and everything. So it should be a close game. But Hermantown has the firepower in this one to pull it off. I think so. Okay. I think so. And then we're going to be looking at a really nice championship game. I oh, think, yeah. I think sure. Orno Matamidek could give Hermantown all they can handle. And, and neutralize for Matamidek, I might benefit them a little bit more than up in the hot zone. I saw that game. I yep. Yeah. I yep. Okay, so we're there. Um, well, I'm, are we going to re- review our picks? Sure. Okay, let's, let's review all of our picks. So, um, first of all, we... The only one who got one wrong in the Class A quarterfinals would have been Danny. He got Three River wrong, which you're off by a goal. So and really and we crazy. wanted to throw a little bit of love yeah, to an upset. Absolutely. Uh, uh, and then uh, Carl and I both have Montevita. You have Orno. And we all have Hermantown. And we all have three different picks for the champions. So I have Hermantown, Danny has Orno, and Carl has Montevita. Which I think is still in play for all of those. Really? Yeah, and then yeah. we all got St. Thomas wrong uh, this evening, and then I have Edina, uh, and you two have East, which we've already talked about. I have Tonka, and Carl has Tonka, and you have STA, so that's another one wrong. And I have Edina in the championship, and you two still have East, you still have a winner. Uh, okay, so that's those picks. Uh, that's a, a follow-up on our picks. Really quick on the show, we want to just pull out some highlights uh, of the tournament so far. I have a list of ones that I've noticed while uh, watching on the on the TV. And Is it not like online. texting me nonsense about St. Thomas losing? Uh, no, I just okay. do that over the podcast. Okay, cool. Um, I have uh, Youth Hockey Hub has not was denied uh, media credentials, so the reason we're doing our 
minute after shows from the YHH headquarters is because of that. Um, we will try to take as much action as we can, positively action with the State High School League and get back into the building next year. But in the meantime, we will do our best to give the best coverage we possibly can given the situation that we're in. And we're doing that, I think, tonight with this show and all the minute after stuff. And Peter's been monitoring every goal and every last shift of the game via our Twitter feed. Uh, we've got some uh, photos taken as well. So we're doing our best to cover it the best we possibly can. Um, that said, I've I've had a chance to listen to the games on the web, so here are some takes from what I've listened to. Uh, Jim Erickson's uh, call of Rocky Lyle instead of Ricky Lyle, I thought that was a good one. Uh, Mark Rocky. Perry, his debut, his debut as, a, as a color guy, has been extremely friendly to a team that he is still an assistant coach listed with the high school league as, which was weird. That is really weird. He called them us and we on the Online on the show, like oh no, oh no. Mark got into the section final game saying that he was an Orno coach. Okay, like I'm just gonna let you know that's a little awkward. I mean, Mark, come on. (laughs) All right, Uh, Lou Nanny tonight uh, called Ian Maju. Ian Maju. I mean, it's not even close. Okay. Mr. Mezzo. My other highlight is uh, Erickson. Uh, I ref- I've always referred to Bobby Brink as hash mark Brink. He referred to him as a guy great amongst the, into the hash marks, which I, would, I consider that a victory for myself. Um, Lou Nanny and and, they were, and Jim were calling uh, Garrett McKay, not Mackay. I thought that was interesting that they couldn't pick up on that. Considering uh, Lou like, lives for the Hornets. That's right. And but the all-time good one. This one came last night on Wednesday night, when my boy Mark Parrish, or my Mark Parrish referred to my boy Mark Mike Crowley, uh, Jack Polly is the next Mike Crowley, and I was like, Mike Crowley? We talking Mike Crowley? Mike Crowley? Like the, okay. the third or fourth best defenseman in the history of no, Minnesota? No, the, the best defenseman of Minnesota high school my hockey history. Uh, Henry Boucher. Henry Boucher. Okay, okay, Boucher. You can make a case for two or three of them, but he's in the top three for sure. So, a little background on this. Jack Powell here, right? Okay, a little background. Crowley, like, played with Perry. So, like, first off, Perry, like, open up your eyes and realize that Mike Crowley scored 23 goals and 54 assists his senior year, okay? As a defenseman. Nobody touched him. That's 77 points. This is better than Aaron Ness' points, okay? He was incredible. I have a Mike Crawley U of M gopher card. I cherish that card. It's dog-eared like crazy because he was the best Jefferson player of all time. In this era, there is no better player and to call Jack Powell. No offense to Jack. He was great, and they had some great oh, yeah. of them. Great. Great defensemen. I don't think Jack Powell's even all state. So how can you name a kid that's not even off state? Mike yeah. Crowley. Yeah. I'm talking Mike Crowley here. Mike Crowley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with my Mike Crowley rant. Yeah. Next time I see right. Crowley, like, I think I saw Checo this summer. It's like, you know, it's just, it begs the question. Okay. Like, what? All right, Danny, what's your takes from being in the building? My takes from being in the building. Um, I'm going to jump off a couple bridges today. Come on! No, uh, it was it it was fun. Um, it, it's it's so 
cool to be down uh, down there on everything. Um, it's really fun to have East back in the tournament, you know, and everything. I think tomorrow, tomorrow's going to be popping. The fact that the student section, rogue student sections are already chirping is good. Uh, what I didn't like, like, Centennial didn't bring a band and had a limited student section. Come on, man! Very unfortunate. Yeah. The state tournament, <laughs> Centennial! I know. I, it's like, they pulled a great upset and no one was there. Yeah, I know. And, and, and like, at least St. Thomas student section was, like, chirping everybody around the rink, which was pretty nice. But it, it's just like, you got to bring somebody. St. Daniel's not a small school. It's a pretty no, big school. No band? No band. Like, like, not even a kid with, like, no, a flute or no, something no or band. a clarinet? It, it, they treated Nothing. it like the third-place game, okay, in Class A type of thing. It was just terrible. Like, yeah. That's terrible. It, it was really annoying, and so I didn't like that at all. Okay. Um, all right, Carl, what are some takes from you? Uh, well, as long as we're piling on, uh, we might as well point out that uh, there's a misspelling on the Mr. Hockey pilots who are getting rotated through uh, – on the scoreboard at the X. Uh, this is it's, it's, a, it's a common mistake. I made this mistake too at one point. I misspelled Demetrius Kamatsu's last name and got called out by just well half the elite league on Twitter. This was back last fall, but I fixed that mistake and spelled his last name right every time since. But no, Demetrius Kumansis is up on the scoreboard every single time they rotate through those Mr. Hockey finalists. Well, and that's like every five minutes that they're not telling me I don't sleep enough, right, Carl? Yeah, yeah. We've moved on from the depression ads of last year to sleep ads of this year, which is a slight upgrade, but not I good. Not good. I really feel hopeless and worthless right now. Speaking of ads, there's a health partners ad that they play every time. This is play. why. This is why no. we play. It's, it's, it's no. It's the most. Holy no, no, it's not fun. It's the health partner. It's brutal. It's got, a, it's got this fancy little jingle. Todd and I are just like, every time it comes on, we want to rip our hair off. But. <laughs> got your hands up. No. I'm like, no, don't play it again. <laughs> Jeez. Oh. Well, just wait. Get a good night's sleep or you will be sleep shamed tomorrow. I will be. Yeah. I, uh, especially if the last 10 days, I don't even sleep shame. <laughs> Well, it's been a fun night. Uh, any other final thoughts before we sign off? It's awesome, not been a fun night. It's been an awesome you guys night. have been uh, It's been awesome. Minneapolis South it's been great. still has the same amount of double-A wins as <laughs> Thomas Academy in the winner's bracket. Okay, well, next week's, next year's Youth Hockey of High School Hockey Podcast will not be happening because I'm going rogue. <laughs> it's going to be good. It's going to be good. I can't wait to tune into it. And, and I'll, I'll just still be out here in the hallway. The whole yeah, Carl will still be out in the hallway deciding which team to be on. <laughs> Carl in the hallway uh, and Danny, and thanks to our sponsor, Red and Black League, for their support of our show this year. Uh, we'll see you guys on Sunday with our wrap-up show. Well, and maybe at the X. Oh, and at the X, too. Yeah. There, too. These looks all over their face My friends all know that I'm cool I've been this way since high school Cause life's never been sweeter When you're just a cake eater When it comes to hockey, nobody can stop me My high school team, I was playing on the top three Now my son is scoring piles He 